Hello, spreaders, and welcome to The Spread. I'm your host, Kaz. We are on episode 71. Oh my gosh, 71. And this is season four. This particular episode is the second one of the Spread Fest series, and it's called... The session's called How to Fuck a Fat Girl. How to Fuck a Fat Girl. And if that doesn't get your attention, I don't know what will. From myths, body shaming, bullying, straight down to sex position, this panel seeks to redefine what it means to be fat and have a healthy, happy, and fulfilling sex life. I haven't got much to add. This podcast pretty much says it all, but please don't forget to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, leave us five stars, and all that good stuff. Uh, Now that we've got that out of the way, enjoy the podcast. We have the right people, we have the right bodies. Um, for this session, I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, Class Wanga Princess, because I am from the Wanga Kingdom, Abongo Mumia, that's in Western. Um, plus, because I am a plus size girl living a plus size life. Yes. And Princess, because I actually found out that my grandma was one part of the royal family, but um, they banished her for reproductive issues, but that's a story for another day. Uh-huh. And I myself feel like royalty, so <laughs> that's one of princess. And you are, and you are, I love it. Okay, so my other informal intro for um, Sarah, or plus Wanga Princess, is she's a body positive champion, and she has a passion and a vigor to promote self-love and confidence and laughter. And if you've watched even just one of her TikToks in the last week alone, you'll be, I mean, you're one of my favorite people to watch on, in, on TikTok. Honestly, you bring so much joy. I'm like, how does she do this? I need to buy plus some wine and ask her to teach me these things. Um, Girl, no wine required. I will do it for free. For you? I'm going to do it for free. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) That's fantastic. So um, she has a flair for seeing the silver lining. That's true. Um, In most situations, and she focuses on relating to those who have never felt perfect to see their imperfection and hers as well, as part of their beauty. And I think that's such a beautiful sort of like life mandate, either to be given or to give yourself. I mean, well done, Plus Wanga. I love, I love your platform. I love watching your videos. You recently did a really, really beautiful TikTok, which I shared on just like, you know, hard times and getting over hard times. And that was such a powerful and stirring and raw um, video. Well done. I mean, whew. Thank you. Thank oh. you. It was... It was a little difficult to share because whenever you're talking about real stuff, like talking about pain and not the perfect Instagram life that you hope and wish that you are actually living. Yes. But um, I think there's like beauty in sharing the pain so that even if you have like are going through the same process, you can understand that one, you're not alone. And two, maybe somebody has wise words for you. Like somebody has that one sentence that like be the light bulb for you to change the game. So, yes. yeah. 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 Oh, I love I it. I just share that with, like, everyone. 
Thank you for saying yes to this panel. Thank you for saying yes. I'm so glad that you're part of this. So my introduction to Jerry, I'd never heard of who Jerry was, was last year at the Spread Fest. And all I want to say is fat girl and scissoring, right? That was my introduction to her. And I was like, whoa, who is this person? What is she? Okay, so I got to be a demonstration. I was hot. I was bothered. So when I saw that Jerry was part of this panel, I lost my shit. Really, I did. It was amazing. So let me give you an intro and then I'm going to invite her to speak about herself. So Jerry spends her days fantasizing unexplored beaches. Mm, I love it. Um, she's the head of the National Gay and Lesbian Human Rights Commission and she enjoys traveling and reading and telling stories and another favorite part of me, gin hunting. When I read that, I thought, oh, we could be friends. I think we are friends. We're destined to be friends. Hi, Jerry. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> How are Hi. you? One, I'm sober, like, so this is a problem. Okay, uh, oh. We'll, we'll power through it. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say, to introduce myself, basically that. Yes. I'm, I like gin, yes. and I like people. Um, yeah, that's it. I love it, and you're such an interesting person to listen to. And I remember, I, I just don't, I don't know why I didn't pin you down to have a conversation with you when I met you at the last spread, but hey, look at it, we're here, we're on a panel, and it's fantastic. Um, I wanted to dive right into sort of the name of our panel, and I just wanted to sort of unpack why a fat girl, why, why, why the conversation around how to fuck a fat girl. You know, if anyone saw, um, Kaz's stories earlier this week, you know, there was someone who had some issue with the fact that uh, the, 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 this panel was named as it was. I have to say for me as a fat girl, that I was, I was so proud to put my name in as part of this panel because I feel part of getting over, I guess, the discomfort around the word fat, around issues that we may have with sex and all that, it's just, it's, it's calling it what it is, right? And, um, and, and one of the, the big um, points that was brought up is that it was fat, this whole panel was fetishizing the idea of fatness and fucking a fat girl. And I'm curious to know if you feel that there's a part of you that may have agreed or maybe disagreed. Is it, do you feel that we are just jumping into like a major fat fetish fest? That was a lot to say. Um, like, like, how did that, what did that make you feel hearing that that may be? Um, I, so, well, sorry, you're unmuted, so I'm going to go with you first and then come to Jerry. Um, okay, so I wholly disagree with that because um, I think one of the things that's like a little frustrating is that people like to ignore the fact, like, have you ever like introduced yourself to someone and then said, yeah, hi, I'm Sarah, or like when you're telling some, like, like this is what I normally do. Whenever I'm reintroducing myself to an acquaintance, mm -hmm. I'll be like, hi, I'm Sarah. Then they're like, who? I'll be like, yeah, the fat one. Because it's most likely that I was the fattest girl around wherever we met. Mm -hmm. And they're normally like, oh, no, you know, you're not fat. I'm like, seriously, like, you don't call yourself that. I am fat. I am acknowledging a descriptive word it just it's just one word that describes how i look if we're mm. trying to cut the chase mm. how to fuck a fat girl is exactly that we're not trying to fetishize anything we're just trying to educate so you are describing the type of woman you want to have intercourse with 
And that's exactly what we were doing. We were not beating about the bush. We were not trying to pretend we were something we were not. Because we can say we are curvy. We can say we are plus size, yes. But let's cut the bullshit. How to fuck a fat girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joey, did you want to add to this? Um, yeah, I completely agree. Like, I like miss me with the like, thick part of PH. 80 fluffy like i'm just like what the fuck guys i'm fat like you don't see or if you don't i'm happy to describe like i'm a whopping 136 kgs so like fuck i'm fat right like and i'm happy about that like it's a thing that makes me feel beautiful and like important and like i like you notice when i walk into the room so like i I honestly have no hang-ups about like being called in fact i think i take offense especially when like people who are not fat are trying to tell me oh don't call yourself fat. why so i shouldn't call myself black as well or queer as well like what the fuck like what are we saying here you know yeah so but then with the conversation about fetishizing i like of course that was gonna creep up like because we exist in a world where it's impossible to uh, to, uh, to imagine a healthy um desire for fat people you know like if it's if it's a desire for fat people, it has to be a fetish. It has to be ex- explainable outside of just being desire, you know. Um, if I'm like, if I'm in a relationship and I'm loved, like, the, it can't, it can't just be it, right? It mm-hmm. can't be because my body, as it appears to you, should not be deserving of love. And so, of course, this was going to to be to be pulled into a conversation about fetishes, right? And I honestly don't don't have a problem with like I I don't have a problem with people having fetishes or, or about or including fat people. I just, I just think that, that there needs to be honesty and conversation around that. But like, it's like, guys, like, can we just have sex and have good, healthy, happy sex while we are fat without it being anything outside of, you know, just that? Yeah, yeah. very true. I love that. Sarah's Give that galabia. Give yeah. that galabia. <laughs> Give her all the gins. Give her all the gins. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that I, so for me personally, I, this is a conversation I had, I think with Jerry yesterday, but I remember having this conversation with Kaz um, and just telling her also just like as a light skinned skinny girl or a smaller girl, however, you know, she may want to describe herself. That is a fetish for some people. Okay. There are people who will solely only want to, to be with her in a certain way because of those things. And inherently being light skinned or being smaller bodied is not necessarily anything sexual. And people are unable to, uh, I feel and able to see that actually so much stuff is fetishized, you know, and, 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 and fetishized, just making it, it's, it's, I feel like it's taken out of context. And I, and I understand when people want to come to, who feel that they're allies, maybe fat allies and, and want to come up in our defense, but I actually would say, um, it's okay. Take a chill pill, take a lot of chill pills. Um, we're okay. We got this for the most part, and and sit sit with your discomfort around this whole idea of fetishizing, loving a fat body, you know. And and it's actually the thing that um, Jerry pointed out earlier that it's it's the idea of someone wanting to have sex with a fat body isn't 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 no isn't novel at all at all. It's just it's it's a fantastic. Uh, I wish more people would speak on it. And I feel like I wish more lovers would jump out of their closet, if I could call it that, their fat loving closet. I wish they could jump out of it and then just own it proudly and we could just move on with this, you know. But anyway, we, we find that there are still so many 
um, there's so many assumptions. There's so many preconceived biases when it comes to sex in the context of the fat body. Um, and I, I'm curious to know, queens, I'm gonna call you queens, is that okay? Yes, 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 okay. So I'm curious to know, queens, in, in, in your lived experience, because I think that's maybe the most powerful thing, what are some, if, if someone came up to you, if a potential lover came up to you and they're like, hey queen, baby girl, I wanna get into this, you know, I love, I love everything about you, I want to, I want to learn more. I'm, I'm okay to be wrong. I just want to come with an open mind and I want to learn what are the one-on-ones for having sex with a fat girl? Like walk me through it. What are the things that you would like for me to know? Presuming that maybe that they are not themselves, you know, fat. What are the things that you would love to share with them? Okay, so I think the biggest, the one and only rule is if you want me, I'm in. I mean, not just anybody who wants me, I'm in, but if you want me, I'm in, and to help me get comfortable. Mm. Like, because before anything else, like even introverts always say this, like, oh, in every Tinder bio, an introvert, but once I get comfortable, and it's the truth with everybody. The moment you're comfortable, the moment you're like, um, you, you let your guard down. Yeah. Then anything else like you're willing to suggest or include, like involve with me, then everything else becomes details. So if I am comfortability is number one. So even if, if, if the goal is to help me get comfortable, like let me get to that process. Don't rush me through the process. Because the so moment I get that, comfortable, all bets are off. What, what does that look like? What does it look like for a lover? Because I want to unpack this. I'll tell you one of the things for me with this session is that I want for lovers and would-be lovers of fat bodies and all of that to, to come out with something that we, they can hopefully implement in their sex lives. What does it look like? What does it take for your lover? To, what does it look like when they show you things that make you feel comfortable, Sarah? So um, let me give, give an example of like an experience I had, like as I was on the journey of getting confident and comfortable with my um, body and everything, I like to wear, even to date, every now and then I'll still like do it. So I like to wear like stuff that like presents my boobs in like a cute way but like is easily accessible. So this could be like a, a short skirt and whatever. And like, if I need to leave it on, don't rush me to getting naked. You understand? Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. So if like, whatever it is I need to do to get comfortable. So if you're like, do you need us to stop? Do you need us to wait? Do you need us to try on a different day, like asking me questions, keeping the communications line open, allowing me to just say how it is I feel, creating the environment, let me say this, creating the environment for me to say what it is I feel or how comfortable I'm getting or to request for things would be like a really, uh, a man who's just like, how can I help 
you. I love that. Jay, do you want to jump in here? So, I mean, it's a, it's, guys, it's a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one, like, don't come here. Don't come into my bed to prove things to yourself, right? Because you're going to embarrass yourself. Then you're going to embarrass me. Then this whole sex thing is great. Like, let's not embarrass each other here, please. Right? Yes. So don't try to lift me. Like, do, unless you have like a neck brace and then like a knee brace, like don't do it, Sam. like don't, right? Trust that I know my body, like, and, and trust that I know what I'm trying to do. So like your direction, Zimi, like I see what you're trying to do. Also, I'm going to break you. Like, water, like listen to me, listen to what I'm saying. Um, I think, so I like like what Sarah was saying about like, like being comfortable, right? And, and, and for me, it's been, it's been very different with, diff, with very different people, the things that make me comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I'm very, like, I'm, I'm very quick to say like, what's not what, like this, like, no, like this is not, or this is not a possibility or, you know. Um, but I think ultimately I'm like, I'm, I'm in bed with you because like, I like you, right? And I'm assuming that you really like me. Right, this is why we're in this, and and so I'm happy to laugh, like I'm happy to fumble and laugh about about you know about shit. Like if I tell you, let me put my pe- a pillow under my bum, I know what I'm telling you, cause you won't reach my my coach, babe. I have a big ass, like you won't. Let me let me help you here. Let me not embarrass you. Let me help you, you know. But then also like because me, I mean, I'll look at you fumble, like and when you're done, I'm just like so. like you know, like what's 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 gonna happen. So it's, I think it's a, it's a number of things, but like, I think one of the things that continues to be a, a, a turn on for me is um, people who are like, who are in my bed and who are like, if I die, I die. Yeah. You know, I think I'm all about that shit. Yes. I'm all about, about all of that. Yeah. So I think willingness to die has to be one of those things that comes with, you know, as you're signing the, the, you know, the forms for I will fuck up. I just like willingness to die. Okay, yes, you know, I want to yeah. see you pick that and double spine. Showing spine. up in my bed is, uh, it's, it's, we call it volunteer and fit injury, uh, voluntary assumption of risk. So, yeah, look at her. Up. Wait, hold up. Laura gave us some terms. Okay, we're going yeah. to be giving people that because it's going to be part of our little like, lease to be like, hi, you want to fuck me? Okay, just sign here. And here and here and oh, I definitely need that. Do you speak Latin? No. This is what this means. I love it. Yes, lawyer in the house. Legitimately, <laughs> you need to come up with that contract because I'm like, like a quick um, non-disclosure yes. agreement and all risk assumption. <laughs> <laughs> say i have really enjoyed making my own memes and also watching other content creators who are fat create memes about you know all the things that fat people especially girls would normally like shy be shy about you know like you know i'm gonna break you or i'm gonna you know suffocate you and smother you with my thighs i love that that is something that we are now actually saying out loud at the top of our volume i love that it's something that we are embracing that we are owning and I love it when my lovers and would-be lovers send me those things. You know, if they, I die, I die. Um, I think it's really empowering, isn't it? Just to see people going, yeah, 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 yeah. I know I could die. I know I could die. Come, come sit on this face. Come, let me, let me see what that's all about. I'm like, <sighs> but like, could I, could I mention something on the, on the, if I die, I die true? Yes. 
Um, but it's also like sometimes it can be, uh, maybe it's just me, but sometimes it can be a little uncomfortable when somebody's like, get on top, it's okay, I'm ready. Yeah. It makes oh. me feel like I know my body enough to know how much weight I'm going to land on you. So <laughs> I'm trying to keep you alive because I'm trying to keep it alive. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm also not like appreciative of people being like, okay, now you can. I'm like, I know what I'm doing, sir. I've been here. No, no, no. I was just going to add to what Sarah says. Like, um, I think for me, it's so if it doesn't come from me, right? And if it comes from, I love particularly like someone I'm not like, let's say like someone who's not, who's not a, a, a partner who's been consistent in my life, right? And like the statements about, you know, you won't break me or whatever. Like it's like, so it already implies that I'm going to break you. Like, so you've already calculated how I'm going to break you. So like now you put me into that meaning of like, I'm going to break you, right? Like, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's all fun and games. like. You know that if I die, I die, and I like it. I legit do like it. But when it when it's offered, when it's not a, like a naturally occurring, happy, laughter kind situation, it's just like no, like yeah, yeah no, 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 okay. no. This is this is this is not it. So I so I, I get it completely. Then what we are telling our would be lovers is we we love that you come to us with enthusiasm and the potential to possibly die. But also, this is a conversation that we would really appreciate if you handle it with, with, with some, 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 some care, you know. Um, don't, if, if you can see some hesitation, right, on our part, just pause, you know, double pause. And I feel like, especially as a comedian, I know that this, for me, if we're laughing up, if you can find a way of lightening the situation, I'm more likely to drop my guard you know and 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 maybe that's going to be the loop for the situation right maybe that's the thing that's going to get us going so you know double pause if i'm not quite ready for it but then also but don't don't but also i guess don't get you know leave in a half like whoa, whoa, whoa. you know i told you to get on you don't get on you know that thing <laughs> we're not questioning your ability to carry us we're just we we want to feel comfortable in it yes Yes. Okay. Okay. That's fantastic. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Um, so in what is, what has been, I'm curious to know about your personal journeys as far as being confident, being body confident. Um, I would, I know that at least let me speak for myself. I'll say a lot of it I know has been just me having to do the work, right? Like, like, and, and doing the work is when you notice that you're with a lover or you're in a situation that doesn't make you feel comfortable, is exploring that and unpacking that and all of that. But I would also be remiss if I didn't say that lovers have also been part of helping me get my body, you know, and, and I, so for me personally, I, I appreciate lovers who, uh, who like love to touch all my junk. A, a, a plus, one thing that you hear from a lot of like, bigger bodied um uh people is that they fat people why am i saying bigger body from fat people is that you have lovers who kind of scheme over your fat parts right so they touch you here and they touch the boobs and whatever and they go straight down to like your pussy you know and not actually get into like the thick of your thighs and your back fat and all of that and i love when i jet when i'm with someone who's just like mm -mm, girl 
I am not skipping from A to like Z. Like there is a whole 24 other alphabets in here that I'm, I'm trying to get into. I want to touch all of it and kiss all of it. And I feel like that's one of those things that has helped me be more body confident. What has been your thing? What are the things that have um, sort of helped you get more confident with your bodies? So I've always been fat. I like, I, I, I was like, I was born like a really heavy baby and like fat all my life. Yes. And I've also grown up very expressive about like myself and like things about myself. And, and also I think to some point, to some point my body. So like, it's, it's not like, it's not, it's not really like of the greatest like challenges in my life, my body has not featured in, in that list. Um, yes. As, you know, largely. Um, but then like, I think you encounter different people mm. who like, remind you right like um so and and in so we're like we're detour i went like i went online this morning because i was trying to prepare for this panel i was like um i wonder like what's what stuff bam the stuff that's online about like fat bodies was just like what the fuck like like you all have to deal with this shit so um thing one for me has been um because i'm queer um i've well, I, the, I think the blessing of being queer is, is that you, you encounter so many different people and so many different bodies and so many different personalities and, and, and all of that. And like, I think the thing that, that's central to that is a desire for your body, right? And, and, and that ends up being like a really, like a really, I, I hate to say empowering, but like, it's, it's really a thing of strength, you know, like to, to come from a point of like, this is a desire, for my own desire for my body, but like, other people's desire for my body you know like it's it's like this is where we're starting from so i think that that becomes like a really cool thing and so that has added to my to my comfort level mm. right but so today when i was online and i was looking at so i like i browsed a number of like articles and like so some of them were about like how okay all of them were like about uh I, like literally all i read was about cis hetero women and it was just like centering the penis and like penetration and like how, you know, like if you're, if you're a fat girl, then you probably can't have like spoony kind of sex uh, because uh, the penis won't fit. I was just like, oh, this is not my shit. Fam, like y'all have to suffer. Oh, no, 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 no. We can always get a bigger strap, fam. If that's the problem, there's like, there's a quick solution. Quick fix, <laughs> you know. Um, but like, so like, I feel like a bunch, like, so when I was reading, like, like all of those things, um, the other thing was, you know, like, people are talking about pillows, and I, I really like, like, um, the idea of, like, pillows and whatever, and for your comfort and for your partner's com comfort. Mm -hmm. but then, I, then I got to reading about, like, props, and, like, there were suggestions of, like, the props you, mu you must choose and whatever, and I'm just, like, there's, a, there's an assumption that all of our bodies, like, all of our fat bodies look a certain way, function mm -hmm. a certain way. Hmm. So this is what, what, what is necessary, right? And I remember like a conversation that I was having earlier this week about why, like if I chips finger someone, I'm going to bring them to my house. It's because from, I, I don't, I, like among other reasons, I don't want to go and, and go break your nini, your feeble bed. You know, my bed is reinforced, I know. So I can do whatever fuck I want there because I know I'm safe. I don't know about yours, right? So yeah. that's another thing that keeps me, like puts me in a space of, of comfort that I know that I, like, I know that the thing that would worry me, mm. like, is taken care of here, 
right? But that doesn't happen for a lot of people for, for a number of reasons, right? Um, and I see like one of my friends, uh, one of my friends is, who's on this webinar was like, well, we, a long time ago, we we're having a conversation about like, you know, people, um, how people relate to our bodies. And there were, there were three of us fat girls. And one, one, of the, one of us was saying that they don't like to be touched and their fat rolls and whatever. And I was just like, Mom, love me as if all of me is present and like, like and worthy of this love, you know? So, yeah. so you can't pick and choose. You're just like, oh my God, your ears. And then you're just like, but like your back, no. But like, you know, like your fat rolls. And I'm just like, no, this is like, this is, this is not the thing. But like for another person in that conversation, equally a fat queer girl was saying, you know, like act like it's not there, right? Mm. And like also in that conversation was like um the person the person living like a, they're a disabled person in that and they were talking about like how comfortable they feel about uh around water right and like how you know like how water carries your weight and, and so like like you're very it's very easy for you to move around and to you know like so there's there's i think for all of us bad people there's points of comfort, like there's, there's areas where we're comfortable. And if you're, if the intention is really to be considerate and to really enjoy the sex or like, if you want to call it lovemaking, I don't know what the fuck that means. You know, like there has to be, um, yeah. <laughs> there, there has to be like a prioritization of the comfort of both of, both of the lovers. So whenever Just, that happens, then you, you, you discuss <clears throat> While I have you on this on this topic, I just wanted to ask you, especially because it, I guess for the purpose of this conversation, but but in many ways, um, what what are some of the like assumptions that you've you've come across? Because you know, I, I guess Sarah and I will generally say talk about it in a very sort of like a hetero you know way of having that conversation. But I also feel even the question around the different kind of bodies, like when you. At, I don't know if you want to use your own example or just, you know, other people in your world, what, what assumptions they come up against, you know, having sex with a fat body, like when it's with, let's say, uh, um, same sex, maybe smaller body, you know, what, what conversation, like, what are the things that you found maybe come up in conversation or, or there are assumptions? I'm happy to pull you into my queer view. Yes. So there, there, there in the depths of Lesbile, eh? where, you know, I rule supreme. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, like, we have, like, we have, like, a lot of shit, right? There in the depths of Lesbile, there's things about, like, being a star. I don't know, like, I'm, I'm not, also not here to educate you on who a star is and whatever. But, like, there's, there's assumptions of who we are, the, uh, the highly pegged on, like, how we, how we present, how we express ourselves, right? Like, what, what we wear, like whether like whatever right so there's there's also very huge assumptions of the roles that we play in bed because of that right mm. which then becomes like which then becomes a ridiculous thing a ridiculous thing because like you find me wearing a dress and you think that I'm out here to pillow princess for you fam you're wrong you're very very wrong and if you're here just because of that like let's 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 watch a movie let's like let's be let's be friends you know like so there's there's very there are a lot of assumptions uh depending on like in now in my queer bill because of how we express right but i know that to be true even within like cishet spaces because of uh i had a short stint of uh, masquerading as a cishet at point life and I, <laughs> and <laughs> and i know and i know the assumptions right that i would be that because of my body that I would be submissive, right? That I would be, you know, unable to get on top 
or like I'm kneeling to get on top or like I like I wouldn't like maybe fantasize about pegging you you know I'm just like no fam I also want all of these things like you know so there's 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 a lot of things that people come into our beds like anyone really um mm -hmm. come people come into our beds um having in mind like assuming that then I think a lot of us are able like to just like shake them pretty quickly but I think there's there's really um, a huge need for conversation. And in today's podcast of the week, I would like to highlight a Kenyan podcast that irreverently takes on everything pop culture, music, film, book events, food, TV, everything. Omen Nerds are the wry voices you need to help you laugh and maybe make a little sense of it all. Join them and their dope guests on a direct link provided in the show notes below. Let's get back into our podcast episode. Sarah, do you want to join me? Because I have questions for you as far as, um, one, where you get your, you know, your, your sense of body positivity from, but then also the assumptions uh, that you find that you are conquering or dealing with in the bedroom with your lovers. I'm curious to know what your experience is. Okay, so I think, first of all, um, I think it still stems from the, the, the idea of um, people jumping like to the bases, like uh -huh. kiss, out, go, boobs, then, you know. Yes. I think it's, it stems again from the idea that people want to ignore the fact that we are bigger than most, than usual. That comfort level from people is, it's such a big thing. And a man who like tells you that he's just like, I want to leak you from your windows peak <laughs> to your eyes in. I'm just like, as in, take all of it and go home with it and return it after six months. Um, but like my experience through the body positive, like the self-confidence journey is not an easy one. People, I've always been kind of loud because my mom is loud. So da, as in apple tree. <laughs> But, like, I wasn't always confident. You understand? People mistook... I used my loudness as my self-defense. Mm. People mistook it for... I was already confident. Mm. I was, like... I, I saw my mom, whenever she was in a place where she needed to defend herself and she got loud, people would back off. Mm. So I used it as a, conf, uh, as a defense mechanism for people <laughs> that confidence came with the loudness if you meet a chick who is loud that, that doesn't mean she's confident all the way yet but she's probably working on that journey anyway like it's been i've masturbated a lot let's just start from there <laughs> okay like i really had to understand what it is that gets my body gets me going you understand because like, I can tell you for free, like, I enjoy vibrators and all that good stuff. Like, sex toys to me are just, like, this Candyland ad adventure, yeah? But more often than not, when, I'm, when the goal is to get myself 
off, I use nothing but myself and a pillow. Like, I don't even touch myself myself. Like, I never use my hand. I've also been, like, very self-conscious about that. So, um, because it doesn't look like what they get. She'd be all up like, "Ah!" Mike is, like, the quietest you will ever meet in your life. You know what I mean? Is that that a surprise for people when, when... For your lovers when they discover that side of because I feel like I come up against the same I know yes it is me but then there's also other me you know there's other me right so right explaining to your lover no 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 I came I came like that little that was a come that that was that was me no me. <laughs> now I'm able to let my partner know that this is what it'll take to get me to orgasm you understand like so for so long as they're, they're open and willing to listen to me, like normally my biggest turn off is when a man is dismissive or he feels like he knows. Because even a man who comes with the best, like he read that manual, you know what I mean? Back, front, left, side, under, around, and whatever. You will find that I am the type of car that you need to jiggle the key a little before it starts. It will function as normal. The brakes are there. The pedal is there. But... You need to jiggle my key a little before we really get going. And that those are some of the nuances that I am always hoping that the partners that I get in contact with or get intimate with will be open to understanding. Because even to date, like I said, even still days that I'll wear, like if I'm getting intimate with someone, I'll wear something like this bodysuit and only just unsnap the bottom. You know what I mean? Because like today is just not that day. I think we need to allow each other to have good days and bad days. That doesn't mean I suddenly lost my confidence. That doesn't mean, it's just, it just means that it's just not that day. You know what I mean? Like I'm feeling a little more delicate than usual. I'm feeling a little more soft and pink than usual. And, and, and it will do you well to accommodate that side of me as well that side of me exactly because the moment i'm comfortable again like you know i think the best the most the best thing the thing i could tell like people who want to have heterosexual sex with a plus size girl like the type of men who get you to remove your clothes without you even noticing. And this is not just for big girls or small girls or whatever, just for every woman. You know, one of those men, you see, he starts off by kissing you and by the time you're spinning around, you're like, I am na- like, I'm naked. Like, he fucked you ugly. You know what I mean? Like, by the time you're, you started off like this, by the time you're done, you're looking like you are in the last episode of Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey, how did we get here? there's definitely something to be said for not for being with a lover of whatever persuasion who allows you to have i'm gonna call it the ugly fuck because that what it is it's not the cute the you know the very that thing right and i feel like when you find those lovers who do that it's actually who allow you that spaces that you probably have better sex with them it also probably means that they're coming from a position of their own uh like a lot of greater personal self-confidence you know for someone to allow you that space they have probably given themselves that permission as well and i'm going to come back to that but i wanted to go a little left for a quick second from the queer perspective but also from the you know regular perspective um 
favorite sex positions. Our work is not done until we have given some, we have given options to our would-be lovers. Um, I think we have, we all agree here that pillows are your friend. I'll give you pillows my are your friend, which is a thing for anyone who's trying to make bedroom furniture. So I know, so I, in my work, I'm an interior designer, but one of the things that I advise my bigger clients to do, but I also have done for myself, I wish I could show you my room, is that I have a slightly higher than regular bed. So, you know, so I don't do that Japanese futon to G, what good for your back? Fuck that shit. I have, it looks like Princess and the P when you see my bed. But let me tell you, if there's one thing that I would, oh my God, it's the best thing is to have a higher bed because then you're not worrying about backs. You know, if, if someone, if you can be on your back and someone's eating you out, but they're okay, you know, and their feet, apply, it's just, I, I'll share dimensions with you guys and photos later if you want. But I would say if you're in the process of getting a bed, get a higher bed. Like that's like a hack that makes every position better, especially getting eaten out. Uh, so Queens, would you like to share some of your preferred? Um, I think my sex life like took a turn for the better the day I realized. Yes. You know, oh my God. Yeah. So I do have like a, a higher type bed. <laughs> um, so much easier for like literally everything. Mm. Um, and, and it's reinforced as well. So like it's yes, girl. Like, um, we can yeah, but, like we can we can legit have like you know those pillow fights in the white movies where the girls are like <laughs> yeah, yeah we can definitely do that on that bed like you know <laughs> white girl pillow fights <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 with like with with like Sarah's Sarah's sex pillows you know yes. um favorite yes. sex positions I don't know so I think I like doggy I. I like to give head, so I don't know where whether there's a like particular sex positions for like giving head, but I really like to give head. So, however, whatever, as as long as I have access to the parts of you that I'm trying to access, I'm happy. Oh, I love yeah. that. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we're two on the on the on the higher bed. I feel like that's a gift we have given a lot of people. I mean, um, we are three yeah. on the higher bed, guys. As you can see, <laughs> I'm dangling. On my higher bed. Anyway, um, so first of all, missionary is underrated. Can we agree on this? Mm-hmm. Missionary is underrated for what it's worth, especially when it's in like the snatch your soul position, like when you're pinned down, like when he pins you down and it sort of almost raises your ass and pussy up a little bit. Yes. So my only challenge with that, like, so this is sort of like one of the issues of being a bigger girl with, especially if you have big, bigger bosoms. If I lie down flat, yeah, no pillow or whatever, this chokes. So it goes <laughs> up and chokes me a little yes. bit. And I'm like, um, so sometimes I, I sort of have my lover pin me down, but then like push back my... <laughs> The so like so he's holding back the moves so that I can also breathe. <laughs> so he's holding you like, oh I like that, I can see it, I can visualize. Yeah, that. so he's pinning you down but pulling it back, you know, like it's like I love it. Oh my God. that's wonderful. Um and the other thing I wanted to say is I going back to what Jerry said earlier when she was like she normally fungas guys in her house. Like, I can't come to yours because I don't know what's up. I do that because 
there are certain places in my house where I know I have support. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing we need to be okay with. We need support. We are heavy. Like, if you're going to um, push down like a watchman's shark, you, all you need is like the force of your will. But if you're going to take down a skyscraper, you need a bulldozer. <laughs> so, support! Okay? Don't be afraid. Okay? <laughs> Don't be afraid to use a a watchman. (laughs) If I'm to be like all the way too literal, like whenever I'm on top, like the spaces on my headboard is my, that's where I hold on to things. As in, and now let's go. As in, let's let go. Sorry, guys, I have all the energy in the world. Anyway, that's a fantastic tip for all kinds of lovers. I need to make a quick correction when I with something I said earlier. We were talking about queer and non queer partners. I don't think I use the right terminology and I don't want to offend. If I did, I want to apologize to anyone who may have been, but. So we're going to say queer, non-queer. Am I cool? I'm just going to correct yeah. that real quick because I think that's important and I don't want someone to be stuck on that because um, yeah. I love this conversation so much. You guys are all my, my fat girl sex conversation wet dreams. Oh my <laughs> God. So good. We love you. We love you. We... Sorry, um, no, 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 I just actually wanted to speak to something Sarah was saying, which is something yes. that I was also like having a conversation about, about like moving around fat right like so when you're there in the middle of the sexes right like and you're in whatever types of positions like guys you know it's actually okay to like move around my boob yes my face yes because like these things like i like i know like we all know just like do it nicely you know uh the the thing the i think there was a tiktok that that ran for a while about how people like how girls this, it was very particular to girls, how girls bent over for, um, for doggy. And then like, there was like, I think intermediate, like whatever. And then like, then like with your head back down, I'm just like, you know, if you're fat, you learn to do, to do this very quickly because you need to lay your boobs down, right? Like you, like you need for, for your ass to be, so you can't just like be bending, like, you know, like, no, you can't be doing like intermediary, like level shit. <laughs> no, like, so I just want you to know that fat girls created that shit for you. And then yes. y'all use skinny girls to do that shit on, on TikTok. You know, like, no, not cool. Not cool at all. Yes. As if they are welcome. I'm yes. in there with, the, with also with the moving the parts. One of the things that really, like, when someone just did it, one of my lovers did it for me. And I thought, oh, my God, that was, I'm so glad that I didn't have to, like, pretend to suck my tummy in. So for those of you who don't know what a fupa is, I'm going to show them. Mm-hmm. So can you, I don't know if you can see. See like that, that, that. Fupa is fat upper pussy area, right? Um, you can call it the treasure, treasure chest lid. Is that what it's called? Uh, like lift, feel free to like move it all the way up if you need to get to the good stuff. You know, there's just, there's no cute way to do it. And I feel like one of the things that I realized with fat girl sex is that you, you I feel you, ha- you have permission to not have to have cute movie fake sex i feel move the things that need to be moved we know our bodies we you know when you came to fuck me you know you were coming to fuck a fat girl so you know do get with the be like dhl and get with the logistics of moving this thing around okay let it work 
for all of us. Yeah, we all want a happy ending or many. So yes, yes, I think the girls are agreeing with me. I love that. I love <laughs> Get with the program, DHL. Okay. Yeah. I so what about, I have a question for both of you actually. Um, I'm curious to know what it's been like for you with a fat, oh, well, actually, maybe for Sarah. But anyway, jump in and answer the question. With fat, masculine, presenting bodies. And I remember, and I feel like this is an important thing to also talk about because, so for me, um, I learned a lot of, a lot about sex from, uh, like, you know, a few years ago, all my friends were getting married and, and there was this thing where everyone would have like sex aunties. We had the Tanzania one, the Uganda one, the Rwandese, all of them. And one of them in particular, who's now become a friend, who said something that I thought was, just didn't sit well with me, is that fat lovers don't often have <clears throat> great sex lives and they you know and she spoke about it in such a problematic like the burden of being fat and having a sex life and I remember at the time thank you universe I had a fat lover as well so I fat 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 and he's tall and fat fat as well so we're two fat lovers and I honestly hand on my heart wherever my heart is he was one of the best lovers I've ever had to date and and I'm just going oh what is she saying like she did I don't Someone needs to correct her. Like, I can't relate to hashtag can't relate. Yeah, can't, for real could not relate because I'm thinking, no, he does this and he does, you know, he does, like, I was having the best sex of my life with someone who was ex actually bigger than me, you know, and, and, and I'd love to have the conversation about two fat bodies, so masculine presenting, but also just two fat bodies, you know, what the, the, the conversation around that, what assumptions that you find, but also what tips you would have. Um, I won't, I'll share some of mine later, but, but when it's two equally fat bodies, what that experience has been like for you. Okay, so I hope you don't mind me jumping in right quick. Um, I have had, this is I think the conversation that we've been trying to push as body positive champions. Like, a fat person can be bad at sex. A fat person can be great at sex. Much like thin people can be great yes. at sex and others terrible. Like, it's just individuals, like, numbers mean nothing to the individual. We should always remember that whenever, whatever statistic you're willing to throw at me, if all I have ever experienced is great fat lovers, there's nothing you will... If, a hundred million fat people are terrible at sex, but the three that I have experienced are great. According to me, fat people are great at sex. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just, um, let's remove the idea that people are good and bad at sex dependent on what their body type is. It has nothing to do with that. It's based on confidence, self-awareness, like understanding human body, understanding great communication, you know, all those good gems that they tell you about having healthy, uh, vibrant sex lives has nothing to do with the body type that you have, but more to do with the skill set and tools you used to guide you to greater sex, right? Mm. So, um... With that being said, I have not had the best experience. <laughs> I have not had a good experience. Okay, wait, Sarah, I want to hear this, but Jerry, I also want to hear your experience of this. So just keep just keep ready because I'm coming to you, girl. Mm -hmm. 
okay so yeah i have like i have not had a great experience story over <laughs> we started it didn't work we failed we moved on <laughs> okay yeah okay wait i'm gonna come to jerry before i come back to myself i want to know i'm curious to know tell me tell me queen um i like fat people I think they're beautiful. <laughs> I know they're beautiful. Like I, you're my wet dreams. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually like trying to think whether maybe I'm like the thing that's accused of like being a chubby chaser. I don't know. Like, but, but, but then I know, I know that like all of us are quite vain, right? And like for me, who, who's the woman who primarily dates women, like it's very easy for me to identify like those things that like. I find attractive about myself in other people and, and you know, therefore end, end up being attracted to them, you know, in, in, in that way. But like, I've, like there's been a lot of bad people in my sex and they've been amazing. Um, I think, oh my God, I'm going to get killed. But like my partner, I think uh, aspires to be fat, aspires to belong in, a, in, a, in, a, in an awesome community of fat people. I don't think they are, but like they're legit the best sex I've ever had. So like, I. I don't know what you people are talking about, about bad sex with bad people. Bad people give the best, best sex ever. No, yeah. girl, listen, let me just clarify something. This is my problem. The ones I, I have run into. Because let me tell you, there's two, there's two um, categories of people that I have never had like good luck with. Everybody says Nigerians will kill you in the bedroom. Me? Um, the fact, like, I want to be cocooned by a bigger man than me, or, mm -hmm. or like at least like somebody who can envelop me and cocoon me. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, I am a bit of a chubby chaser as well. I just seem to have terrible luck because Nigerians failed. Um, bigger guys failed. Um never had sex in Mombasa, even when I went with a lover. It's, those are just my bad, like, that's my personal experience. But, like, I have experienced fat lovers in, like, they're great kisses, great, like, touches, let me say. But then now when it comes to, like, the do and the do, I'm cast. I hope let, let, let me not blame the big boys. Let me say it's me who's cast. I ran into the wrong ones. Well, then we need to do some juju to change that up because in my personal experience, I would say I'm with Jerry, in, even if it's for me, it's been with the hetero experience is that the fat lovers have been very patient, have been amazing at head. You know, I'm like, fine, maybe there is some correlation with liking to eat and liking to eat, but I'm here for all kinds of eating that there are. Like, I'm like, listen, I'll take your fat jokes, whatever. Yes, that works. Um, I, I have to say though, the one, that lover that I was talking about earlier that was, the great lover who changed my mind and made me question this um, sex auntie was um, they were really good friends with a lesbian couple and that lesbian couple invited him to come and watch them. Yes. Come and watch them like a voyeur, be a voyeur, not, and not be like nothing. Bring, so they, he, 
basically came with his whiskey and you know whatever and just basically watched two lesbian lovers go for it and i have to tell you maybe that's something that we need to i don't know if there's couples out there who are ready to be voyeured but i was like oh that's why you know this that's why you know this shit that's why you're not you're not doing the typical guy lover thing and i just i mean they paid it forward thank you lesbian lovers in canada oh oh well anyway <laughs> You're, yes. you're welcome. You're, yes. You're welcome. Yes. And this is why Sarah is, bad, is having the bad sex because, yeah. mom, Sarah, we ain't been in your bed, child. We can change yeah. it around. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I love it. I think that is something. I wish I could invite more of more guys, and 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 I don't mean this sort of eye roll sort of sex that we see on whatever porn sites you know like not that definitely strongly not that i feel like make friends with I, is it okay to say this jerry maybe you can correct me can i tell them to make more friends with lesbian lovers and learn some things because maybe that's a way of shaking off whatever i don't know assumptions they may be coming to the bedroom with look at her face <laughs> like we don't want no friends bitch we don't yeah. want no friends it is to educate you i feel you I tried. Bam, I tried. Like, like I maybe just have conversations with the lesbians in your life. Don't like go seek out lesbians and be like, um, so. Yeah. Me, oh so my God. You don't get yourself teach me something. Maybe that's a business idea for you, Jerry. Will you teach me something? <laughs> teach me stuff. Girl, I'm going to teach you for free. <laughs> I just, I just want to talk to all of you after this live. I want the pillows. I want the one-on-one. I'm into everything. All the business things that are coming up through this. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay. Um, is there any, uh, actually, maybe even before I go to like terminology of sex and fat sex and all of that, um, just changing tack a little bit real quick. How, how are the, how would you say that the politics around, oh, Buying sexy lingerie, you know, doing like I'm I'm interested in everything you're wearing. Like I'm like you're like, I already have things to say. I don't know what the question is and I have things to say. But I would like to have that conversation. I want to know what maybe what the challenges are, but I'm also interested in what the triumphs are. I want to know where you go to, what your hacks are, is that a thing? Um, how does that play out in the queer community? I want to know all of that stuff. Okay, so <laughs> Lingerie is a sensitive topic for me because a bitch like to look cute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, but like, first of all, like, thank God there's a couple of, like, there's a quite a number of stores that have come up that are selling plus size lingerie. But the unfortunate thing about it is that a lot of them are selling lingerie, um, up to a certain size because a lot of them i guess are china manufactured or whatever and china like if you're getting suppliers from china they only go up to us like they only customize your size if you're buying a certain number of vol like a certain volume right mm -hmm. so a lot of like your main brands basic intimate and blah 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 have like your basic betty type uh, and it's like great okay whatever but like you know when you're more in tune with your body if you're the type of woman big or small who wears lingerie there's a vibe you're about you know mm -hmm. what i mean 
Like there's a vibe you bring to that energy. And um, your basic Betty kind of stuff is just not going to cut it. But like, that's not the thing you're going for. So here's my trick. Um, body suits have become my bread and butter, my savior. Okay. They are my tops, they are my lingerie, they are my everything. Will you so, share with me where you get them from, please? So that I can share. Oh, and like the most yes. affordable. Okay. Like at 500 a pop. If any, like I'll, yes. I'll drop the information somewhere. Come and check out my um, Instagram page at Plus Wonder Princess and I'll let you guys know where yes. I get my stuff from. But like, so I get like, this was made for me by Project Huru Maoparo Collection. Wow. Uh, right so just i got like this really long cute flowy robe that i can drape over anything and then like i normally do like a lot of body suits because they're like a lot more breathable a lot more stretchy so it it moves with my body a little easier and stuff like that but when you're dealing with like more mainstream lingerie stuff it's either really expensive like really really expensive because nobody wants to spend five thousand a pop every time you're trying to impress your your partner you know what i mean <laughs> that's so true okay so we're gonna share i'm gonna like, ask you wouldn't bring in five thousand bob type of dick out here i don't see it <laughs> like i don't see it um i i'm not really big on lingerie i don't know like i i know why are you all dreams what <laughs> i'm no, like, like, so I think it's because I know, and I like, I know for certain that a lot of lingerie is not designed for bodies like mine. So like, I've never like, I don't felt like interested in, I'd rather like sleep nude, like, you know, but I, for a long time have been looking for good brass, right? Just because of like comfort and whatever. Mm -hmm. And for that, I go to double D's and I think they actually have uh, lingerie for um, a bigger, like bigger sizes. Yeah. Um, if you're into that, I like definitely would look them up. Okay, but yeah, okay. we'll share that as well. All right. Oh my goodness, we have, so, we have a few minutes left. Um, I'd just like to give. I, he, oh, this could I could go on. I have so many more questions that I haven't even gotten to ask you guys and to hear um, your take on it. But I would love to take. I'd love it. I'd like a takeaway. That word, takeaway, take home. Thank you, um, from both of you, especially around this conversation of you know, it's so hard to, I, I understand it's hard to compress everything down into like one sentence, but I feel that there are things that we would love to share our, with our lovers and would be lovers um, about having bad sex. Um, and I do, because I do want to end on a really high note. I, I want to hear about, I want, what, what, what yumminess would you like to share with those who are listening to this about uh, the fat girl sex and all the wonderful things? Um, that it comes with. Yes. Okay, so let, let me say um, this. I think one of the biggest lessons I have learned in terms of like the lovers I've had, especially after I left my engagement, which was part of the problem as to why it didn't last, is if you have a fat lover, show them that you desire them even if it's not in the carnal way like not like i don't mean that every five seconds you want to fuck them but like throughout the day express your desire for your partner 
I promise you it pays off in the best kind of way. It pays because I think, and forgive me for saying this, I don't want to speak for all fat girls, but let me say for me, um, I'll, because of the journey of being made to feel ugly and not um, worthy of certain things, when I finally get that person who makes me feel like the Disney princess, ugh, and I hate the fact that my dad, my dad did that to me, Disney, ruined us. Um, <laughs> like, when I finally got the partners who desired me or made me feel desired in the way I thought I deserved or wanted or needed, oof, girl, the way I saw that ass up. Yes. When I tell you again, again, okay, again. Okay, Sarah, Sarah, I'm gonna have to go to Jerry. <laughs> I would have been, I would have been happy to donate the time to Sarah, but like, ah. I honestly, like, don't have anything to add to that. Like, um, about comfortability, I think a willingness to explore, a willingness to learn, like, and that, like, just like being able to be vulnerable with each other, I think is like key things basic very basic very key things yeah oh thank you so much queens this was a fantastic conversation i can see everyone on the comments saying it went too quickly it went too quickly um and i completely agree I, I look forward to doing more of this on other panels and in other format thank you so much to the spread fest for having us have this conversation. I, I hope you will find us on the DMs and all that good stuff so that we can continue this. I will share any links that the ladies uh, shared with me. This wonderful queens, I'm gonna share them with you so that you can go and look for that beautiful um, uh, lingerie and all the good stuff. Uh, there's so much more to cover. And I just wanna say goodbye because if I keep talking, I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm getting like everyone just telling me that we need to go, but we don't wanna go. We don't want to go. Thank, right. you. Yes. Mary, thank you, Mary. Thank you, Sarah. You are all my dreams. It was so great. Everybody who's like on the comments, thank you guys so much for joining yes. us. Plus one, a princess on social media or Sarah Mukabana, if you care to join me on my journey as well. Where can we find you, Jerry? Um, Makodofia on Instagram, like Makodofia, like the avocado. <laughs> Oh yeah, and um, Project Huru for plus size enthusiasts, lovers, and plus size girls. Wonderful. Project Huru. Oh, Queens, thank you. You can find me on Queendom. That's Q-U-E-E-N-D-O-M dot blog. Queendom dot blog. Only on Instagram because I don't have the bandwidth for all the other things. Thank you for coming. We love you. Thank you for coming, literally. You know. Uh, bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This is the second episode of a series of six episodes from the Spread Fest 2020. Please stay tuned for more episodes coming soon on your preferred podcast app. If you want to hear more of my personal journey with depression and anxiety, please tune into my YouTube page or click the link that is provided in the show notes description box below and don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms we are at the spread pod across the board till next time bye